We are on. Oh. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Ellie. Welcome to my podcast. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be shy. He's, you know, just be comfortable. I have social anxiety. Are you okay? <laughs> well, I don't want to like, put pressure on you. Being awkward is my thing. I know. Everyone has like their own level of awkwardness. I do. You know, for my friends at work and all around here, they have no choice. You know, it's too late for them. It's too late for them. You know, I'm, they're at a point where it's like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do kind of thing. And so, and so that's kind of like the thing I noticed a lot too is these days is like these kids, you know, there's, you know, social anxiety and there's also, it's kind of like they don't want to deal with each other anymore or like, or at least trying to be social. That's the thing. That's like the social part of it. It's like, they, you know, they rather be on their phones, be in their rooms, just do kind of like be in a way antisocial. Yeah, but it's also being social because you can be with your friends through your phone or whatever. Mm. You can call them or just like, I don't know, people play video games with their friends. Mm. But it's probably also more, it's probably the combination of it, of being, I can be antisocial, meaning I'm alone. But I can also talk with my friends and be social online. Yeah, that's true. I know I'm I'm kind of the same way too. Well, well it's, it's not like I'm trying to be anti-social. It's more like I'm lazy kind of thing. And then also with my friends being busy, and you know that's the thing about being an adult. You have like a more busy life with a job and among other things. That's kind of like I'll just stay in my room, con like send them a message and play video games because now that's kind of like a new. Not a standard, but that's kind of like a new norm for it. It's like we, you know, Discord, YouTube, yeah, you know, doing all that kind of stuff, playing video games and so. Honestly, I feel like for like high school students at least, it really is the same too as an adult, minus like having to pay like taxes or bills or finding somewhere to live. But we can be just as busy and like just as antisocial. Yeah, because the root of it is just kind of like take your mind off things, honestly. Well, in a way of like trying to like not being antisocial, but more of like, okay, I'm done with school. I'm done dealing with people. I just want to take my mind off of it and just do what, you know, what I love, like a hobby or something like that. Yeah. And so, you know, because that's what I've been doing too. It's just like with my photography stuff. It's like, I just like, I want to travel right now. Gas sucks though. <laughs> it's mm. like the price is just it's starting to go up again, and then with the weather being the way it is, it's like I do not want to start my camera. I don't want to get it wet and everything. Yeah. Because there's a YouTuber who says like, you know what? Just destroy your cameras. Don't baby them. Like do you know? Go all out. I'm like, says the guy that can drop four grand and get a new camera without batting an eye. No one has money for that like you. I know, and so. Because the other, Casey Neistat, I don't know if you ever heard of him. He What he does, he actually, because I saw a video where, you know that, you know those electric longboards? Oh, yeah. Uh, boost, those boost boards, that's what, that, uh, what he did, he actually bought, because he was in New York, and he moved to Los Angeles, and he found out that company, that boost uh, board, they, they were kind of like going out of business. And what he did, he actually bought all of their dead stock, meaning like stuff that they couldn't sell. So he bought everything. He bought like over 10 boards. Okay. And keep in mind, those aren't cheap. Those long boards are like two, $300 a pop. 
And he just bought them all. What? And he said, like, he actually found, like, three of them were, like, the battery was dead. That They don't work anymore. But he got, like, seven of them that were, like, ready. Plus four on top of the original that he already had originally. So. How? He just, he's just well connected with the company because what he did, he's just, he just bought the board, did like a little review and he did, it was kind of like his everyday travel, his commute. Mm. And then Boost came out with like pretty much, uh, I think that's what they did. He actually, and not collaborated with him, but more like, you know, like, Hey, you know, thanks for like, pretty much they kind of made a little partnership. It's like, yeah, thanks for giving us. And then, cause there's one time he went to, where was it? I think he went down to Texas bought a board there and he was just like on his way he pretty much just bought it without even batting an eye he wasn't nervous like ooh, he didn't look at the price tag or anything he didn't get nervous at all he's just like i'm gonna buy it got a shout out and called it good so i wish i could do that i know i know i would just buy legos you buy legos yes buy legos. do the, the legos would be awesome that, that'd be yeah. fun I, that's why i've been doing a little bit too with like a little uh well i don't know if you can see them but uh those little uh, Gunwing, little not action figures, but more of like, it's he's laying down. He's like he's like he's like he fell over because I had him standing. Uh, but it's kind of like one of those uh, those little duplicate models we can actually put together. Oh, I those word. always look fun. They're, they're a lot of fun. That's what I did last year. I got two of them, but I just I got one from Hobby Lobby in here. Let me let me grab it real quick because I have. This one. And I have this guy. Yeah, there's a little. I think Gideon does these. Does he? I don't know. Looks like he looks like he's had a couple things like this. I don't know. Usually, like that's the thing with the Jeffersons. They have like so many things coming in. Well, one because you know Adam works he you know does like he's a contractor and also he owns like a few rental places so when he when they five five eight something like that but the thing is when like people move out they you know he rummages through like their old stuff like what they leave yeah. behind and he gets like so much stuff so yeah i know he got like a computer at one from one of the rentals yeah that like, yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a complete one, but it was more like a fixer upper. Then he gave it to one of yeah. his one of his coworkers or sold it to him. That makes sense. I don't know what the rule is. I know for sure, like if you find something, you have to hold on to it for a few days, and if they don't come back for it, then it's yours. At least that's when I worked uh, at the at Western for the uh, cleaning out the rooms, the dorm rooms. Like pretty much, I found posters, a keyboard, and it's like all this kind of fun stuff. So. That's pretty cool. Psycho Lost and Found. Yeah, pretty nice. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. So, so that's that. What? Silence. Well, talk about anything you want when you're comfortable with. I don't know. What do I talk about? Anything you want. Like, how's school going? Uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about my AP class. Oh, gosh. I, well, sorry. School system's not made for neurodivergent people. 
Like it's it's kind of like school today. School these days, it's kind of like it's kind of it's a bit of complex stuff. Like even when I was like when I was in the program, it was just like it was hard to deal with because you had to use all these terms and all this kinds of stuff. It's like you have to like change the language a little bit, and it's just like I'm coming yeah. in late, and it's kind of hard to deal with too because everything was on Zoom. Oh yeah, I hated that with a passion, and so I just dipped out. <laughs> Did you? Well, yeah. COVID happened. Everything went online. Seventh grade just basically didn't finish, and they were just like, you know what? Everyone passes. We move on. No, that's and all. then eighth grade happened. I was in it for like a month, maybe two, before all three, Melody, Tashi, and I were all like, you know, Tashi went to another private charter school. Melody homeschooled online. Mm. And I just homeschooled with the Jeffersons. I remember that. Because all three of us could not handle being online, at least with Central or TMS. And I just can't do online, period. So I was like, no. No, it it was hard to to teach online because of... Because kids were not paying attention. And then also there were some that were playing video games while I was teaching. It was just so hard to deal with. And, of course, I couldn't do anything. But the interesting part, one benefit of it was, like, I just taught my... Because the class, or at least the school I taught was, the classes were an hour long. And then I tried to stretch it out the best I could. But I came to a point where I asked it, I told the teacher, I'm like, hey, I'm sorry I didn't reach the full hour. And he's like, no worries, dude. Just teach your lesson and call it good. Because, honestly, the, you know, everything's online. Like, his lessons, he would go through... He would go through it within half hour, 45 minutes... And then call it good because no one will ask questions. So they will, like they would just sit there listen. Yeah. And then call it good. Yeah. Well, also thing about it is like it was really beneficial for some because Natalie, she started like acing her classes. It was awesome for her. Really. She, yeah, and she's like she is smart. She does well in school, but it also is a bit more of a struggle for her. But as soon as we went online, it was so easy for her, and she was just doing super well but in like in person is harder for her and that whereas i'm the complete opposite online is a huge struggle for me Interesting. but it's just like the different learning styles so then when they offered the two options it was like oh that should have been a thing from the start honestly no there's lots of things that came in late in the game because of it they were like figuring out because it like um for me, like all the students that I've taught, like everyone I talked to, like 80%, at least as far as the people I've known, it's like 80% was like the opposite of like, it was so much harder to teach online and learn online. Whereas we rarely heard like a few people that are like benefited so much with being online and Zoom. I can understand yeah. that because, well, one, I can understand there's less distractions. It's more of like, you know, short swing to the point because all you do is just look at the lessons. The teacher just uploads the assignment. You have the materials, you finish it, turn it in, and you're yeah. good. Whereas the other one is like, great, I have to like sit there and listen. And well, even though you do that in the in the first place, but still, it's kind of like not as interactive. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that people miss about in in uh, in person class teaching is because, you know, it was a lot more interactive. A lot of teachers hated it too because you know they missed the students. They wanted they, they don't see their reaction as much. So. Yeah. So that was kind of like the interesting. That's interesting. I never, I rarely heard like I, 
Yeah, that's like you never, never hearing anybody, or hardly hearing anybody, benefit from that from Zoom. Yeah. So she did choose to stick with online, but it definitely helped her to like do better in school. Like she's mm. doing better now than she used to do. Yeah. Cause also, I don't know. I think it partly it kind of like told her parents she can do better, so they also like raised their standards, but. Mm. It also gave her the opportunity to take more control of her learning and, like, do it in your own pace kind of thing. Mm. And it's just the different paces. So. Mm. Well, that's good. That's good. You know, going to school. Because right now, like, everything is, like, online. Which I would have loved to have when I was in high school. Because everything we had to go through, like, to the library, look up books, do everything in encyclopedia. Like go every... I'd rather have that. No, that's I'd rather have it too because I love fa- I love that feeling of just like interacting with the books, looking up, researching all that kind of stuff. It probably helps that I'm a bookworm. You know that too, you know. Well, also, I'll see videos on like TikTok of like just not even for school. It's just like kids in the '90s riding their bikes, dumps their bikes in their friend's front yard, just goes in their house and is like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" And I'm like, "Yeah." What? You can. That's how we. That's how we told where our friends were at too. Which house they were at, just by having the their bikes. bike. Just by the bike. I'd rather have that because it's like a the amount of exercise is good, probably. Oh my gosh, it's so beneficial. But then also, just you can hang out with your friends easier. No, the best part of it is like you guys can travel. Being on a bike, oh my gosh, you can travel. You can go yeah. out like within like two hours. You can just cover like the whole town. Or at least when I was well, growing up, we we went like, hey, do you want to go to Mazama, which is like a high school, like across town, like way across. So we get on the bike path. We just go jump, you know, just ride our bikes there, hang out and then come back. Yeah. Or so, if we want to go to Walmart, we can just ride our bikes. You know, it's just like. I haven't pulled my bike out like a year or more. Same. I have my bike in, in the shed right now. I haven't touched it. I barely touched it just because. You know, I'm just kind of lazy about it, too. Just, well, because, you know, with work, it's like, I just don't know. I'm more into running, too, actually, as well, so. Well, COVID hit, so no one was going out very much. But then I tore my meniscus, and I just, like, haven't been on wheels since, because then it was bad weather, and then I was still healing. And then when Mm. I got cleared, it went into, like, school, which means I don't have time, and then it's, like, the weather is bad, so when I do have time... So it's, I just haven't gotten around to it. No, no, I get that. Like you get it. Like especially now that we're getting close to spring, which I'm so excited. I can't wait. I know. So, are you gonna do any sports this year? I already have. I d- I did volleyball, and then I've been stage managing, and that, oh. and I'm gonna do track after, uh, June silver. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you just did the volleyball. Yes. Well, I know, like, no, I meant like this year, like this. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know. I, no, after trying it freshman year, I'm like, okay, we're sticking with this. I like it. Okay, okay. <laughs> and after doing it, my body's like, we're not a dance. We're not dancey. And mm. I'm like, what happened <laughs> to my gracefulness? No, that's that's pretty much when I, I think about when I go running, too. I'm like, what happened to my gracefulness? <laughs> it's like I was running amazingly, great, making great time. Now it's just like, I'm sad, but they, I'm doing. I was doing better, 
I was planning to do a run or going back on running again, but with like I was two weeks out, like two weeks before the new year, I was like I was planning like what runs I was gonna do, especially like coming up it would be like the polar plunge. I won't be able to make it. I was gonna do the shamrock run up in Portland. I'm not gonna be able to do that either. I haven't been training at all. And then but my heel started hurting because I have like flat feet, so it's mm. like plantar fasciitis or fasciitis, whatever however you pronounce it. So pretty much for two months, for the last two months, my heel has been hurting like crazy every time I walk. It would come and go. Like, there are times I walk, I'm like, this feels amazing. And then the next day, it'd be, like, throbbing pain. So, mm-hmm. so that's, that's why, that's, that's, like, I was, like, I miss running so much. I miss it. But I, I got myself a gym membership, so we're good. I'll be weightlifting. For some reason, that reminded me of the difference before I tore my meniscus and afterwards for volleyball. Mm. Because before... My knee was already injured for like two years. I could still walk though, so I just kind of brushed it off. But then that first year, I couldn't like land on my knee whenever I went down. Like I couldn't put weight on it. But then after my surgery this year, I'm like, I can bend my knee. I can land on my knee. What is happening? <laughs> it's nice to feel having that healing that's like where it's like it doesn't hurt anymore yeah because that's how it was like every time i like on my on my feet where like it doesn't hurt anymore it feels so nice to walk it's like i can i'm like i have the chance to like go running again yeah well it also helps me because it doesn't it didn't hurt as much especially if i was more consistently active with it like during the volleyball season my knee is like really good but like now that i've had a large break and i'm not consistent with dance so my knee's not as good to go for once mm. a period of time, but like once I'm doing track and pick up that more, my knee's gonna be great again. Mm. It's because like, I don't know the consistent activity helps it. Well, yeah, because it, it you know your body's keeping up with it. You know, you're it's pretty much you're like molding it. You're making it more active. Where it's like it's getting used to it. All the mm. the constant wear and tear kind of thing you know where it's like yeah. it's always being used where it's like if you stop it's going to be hard to get be active again yeah so that's what i do with running too it's like i'm not going to be like the seven minute or eight minute mi- uh, mile but i'll be at least close to like nine nine and a half if i keep working i was at ten ten and a half and i worked it down from 12 i was getting there i was getting close to being or i think i was sub nine there's some runs I'd be like su- like at least sub ten, I'll be like nine something. Oh. I learned for PE, we have to do a timed mile, run a timed mile, mm. and then like part of the grade in the class and like passing that class is we have to beat that time mm. in the end of the time at the end of the year with that, and I'm like. I'm gonna like walk that ha- like half of that and then jog it, cause bro, I got asthma. That thing is unpredictable. <laughs> it's gonna ca- it's that. gonna catch me on a bad day and I'm not gonna beat the, my first time and then I'm gonna like get a bad grade and I'm like, have you not heard of medical conditions? No, no, that's what it was at Pondo, where or at least the high junior high I was at. We actually there was like these running courses or these that we had to run. And there was a certain mile. There's one where it was like 13 minutes, 15 minutes, and I think the last one was like 20 minutes because it was like the biggest one. It's like 
think it's called, if I remember, it's like called the goalpost run, where you have to like run all around. Like we have like, there's like two football fields. There's like one with, you know, the football field with the track around it. And then like kind of like one on the side as like a practice. And so we had to run through the goalposts around, like on the edge of the field, back into the loop, you know, kind of like this giant, these two big loops. And we had to run it within 20 minutes. And then there's one, like, we had to run. be on the ground, dude. Yeah, well, and then there's one that was like, uh, where was it? What was it called? You had to run around the school. You do one lap, and you kind of go off the beaten trail, go up, uh, go up, like, these staircase. Pretty much you go through the bleachers, go kind of behind the school, lap around, come back down, do another lap, and then finish off strong. Why? To keep us exercise. That was the thing I missed about school. Is like you, there's you're always active. If I would have done, if I would have thought about it better, I could have done some weight training and cross country at the same time. It would have been yeah. amazing. Ooh, we're petitioning for like a non-binary female weightlifting class, which will be fun, because hopefully now we have that next year. Mm. So I read. Well, I read that there's more girls wrestling now, which is good. Yeah, I have no idea on that. Well, well it's like, because it would remind me of, like, you know, there's more girls wrestling now, where, or at least there's more teams. There's more bigger teams now, because I remember in high school, there was one girl on the wrestling team. And. I don't think we had any girls last year. No. Well, not that I'm aware of. But the thing is, it's the coach cut her, had her cut from the team. Not because she was a girl or anything. It's because she had, there was, like, these workouts that she had to do, and she couldn't do the push-ups. She couldn't do sit-ups. You know, she couldn't, you know, keep up with the workout. And, and so it was like, you know, you know, it's like he felt bad, too, because, you know, she was a great athlete. But, you know, when it came to, like, do, doing that kind of workout, you know, she couldn't keep up. And so. Yeah. And, and she was in the yearbook, too. She was, like, in one of the yearbooks, too, like, where at the beginning she was. But then, like, I think after I graduated or getting close to. Her senior year or my senior year, she was actually on the team. You see, like, you know, I saw in the yearbook too, so it was pretty awesome. Nice. So it was pretty cool. So, Go women. Right? Empowerment. <laughs> She's girl bossing. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. At least that's my perspective on it, where it's like, it's like if you can do it, great kind of thing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, don't make it where it's kind of like, it's like kind of like, you know, like women kind of thing. It's like, I'm doing it because I'm a woman. Like, no, you can do it because you can do it. doesn't matter. You just happen to be a woman. Kind of thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Not really. Okay, never mind. I'm trying to think of a great way to put it. I don't know. But it's kind of like, but in some ways, it's kind of like, you know, I'm seeing, like, more people, like, at least especially more women kind of, like, being more out there. Like, pretty much don't call it out, like, that you're a woman kind of thing. It's like, yes, I'm a strong woman. Like, no, you're just a strong person in general. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm kind of confusing myself now. I had this idea, and it's, like, coming up, but, oh, whatever. But, but yeah, but, no, that's, I, I see it a lot, too, like, at, at work. So, we're good. It's good. It's, I'm happy, but, you know, I'm happy for them. There's, like... You know, manage, there's like a couple managers that are like very hard workers. You know, you know, awesome ladies that are just go that hustle and bustle. Like today, 
at work. Oh my gosh, like the 12K I told you about. It was hard, but you know they actually jumped in and did the trailers. They, you know, all, you know they just jumped in and helped out. And pretty much most of the time, I was actually outside switching out the trailers too. So, so I come in, help out as, as much as I can, and then go back out. So it's so, just so, like, yeah. hmm. so that was nice. Have you ever talk about like looping the bike has? In my mind, for some reason, it's just grab the package, yeet it over the shoulder. And, have a package, and it magically gets to where it needs to go. And that's called the conveyor belt. That's what that's the magic part of it. And so, in some ways, we kind of do yeet the packages. In some ways, because it's that's why our packages show up crushed. It wasn't me. Not lately. No, but no. And so, what we have is chewy boxes. You know that dog, the, that pet store. Oh, the chewy. Yeah, that's those. Those. Oh, those are those are very hated on every day. Why? Because they're heavy. They're like dog food. Dog yeah. food and cat food. They're like, on average, like f- between 40 to 50 pounds. Sometimes, or at least four, between between 40 to 60 pounds. Because there's like, there's two bags in each box. Jesus. So pretty much just like, yeah, they, they suck. So pretty much that's in a way. In the, was Strong. No, there are times I looked at my forums after a year. I'm like, she I got some <laughs> definition. And so... No, because it's like you throw it in. You like the well. One of the benefits of that having a Chewy trailer is like all the label, the, the shipping label that they have to scan. They're all in the same spot, so pretty much you can grab the box and know where the label is at and just chuck it. Especially if like nice rollers, we can just chuck them and they just slide right out. So if you have so at the beginning, it kind of starts. It kind of sucks to you know start because you have to like move all these heavy boxes. But once you get a good momentum, especially you and a, another. Oh, Unloader, yeah. you're just like flying through that. Yeah, no Because I remember a buddy of mine, he got a 53 foot trailer. You know those oh, long ones. No. Nothing but chewy. Oh. His le- arms were dead. Oh later. no. Like he was like, yeah, oh. my arms are tired now. Later that day, he couldn't pick up a water bottle. Oh. His arms were so dead. <laughs> oh no, that is not good. Yeah. It was great. I love it. And I'm like, oh boy. He's, well, he just jumped in because he wanted to, you know, unload that day. And it's like, bro, you're not used to it. You're, because he's a scanner. Oh. Because what we do is like, because the setup is like, we have two people unloading, one or two people. And there's what person that scans the, the, the box and puts like a sticker on it. And that's where it goes on the conveyor belt. So pretty much each sticker starts with like 100, 200, 300 number. And that's where that's where it tells how we split the packages. So it goes, you know, one hundred goes to belt one, two hundreds go to belt two, three hundred, you know, belt three. And so, and then we have like a split tower where people. That's where the couple of guys actually like you know throw it down the chute to which belt it goes to. And so this kid, he was. That's what he did. He just just a normal scanner. And then he decided like I'm gonna unload this chewy. I'm like, oh boy, dude. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be hating life afterwards. Yeah, his girlfriend texted or told me he's like, yeah, he couldn't lift up with a water bottle. He couldn't even uncap it. <laughs> he regretted his decisions. <laughs> he wasn't paying. He wasn't paying. And so he was just laying in the, on his couch. He's like, no. And I was like, it's a good workout. Like honestly, like especially during the summer where you don't have to worry about the cold or anything. Well, pretty much you just go all out. <laughs> 
that's what I miss about unloading is like during like especially the springtime when it's like nice and warm, just at the perfect temperature, you can just go all out. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's kind of like a little nutshell of what I do. I work. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Round of applause. Oh gosh. Round of applause. Oh my gosh, my teacher. Apparently his kid is at MES, Mr. Jordan. Um, he, his kid won the Honesty Award, mm -hmm. and I totally forgot MES did awards like that. Me and Caitlin, Honestly. when we were in elementary, um, the month, I don't know, whatever it was, we both won the Kindness Award for our grades. It was like, oh yeah, we both did it. Mm -hmm. She was not happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, why are you up here? <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, that's funny. But I told, I don't know. Random thought. I totally forgot about that. And I was like, oh. No, there's lots of stuff that, especially my niece, when she went to the school that my brother and I went to, <laughs> there's like stuff that they give out. And I'm like, where was that at? That must be nice. And then when my sister was in school, they call it the Mills Manager. So pretty much it's kind of like a top student. Think of it as like a top student. Mm. So like for when I was there, we had like a, like a badge, those little pinup ba badges, those yeah. weird cheap plastic ones. So that's pretty much it said Mills School Manager, and then you had your name on it. And then the you know school year and all that kind of stuff. So there's two Favorites? of them. Kind of in a way. Well, there's two of them. There's like the one that was the Mills manager. It was a red one. And then there's one called the AT badge, which was kind of like the second division of the Mills manager, but it's a white one. Huh. So there's like a lot of, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you got the top badge. Kind of. Think of it as Facebook, you know, the top badge or the top fan thing. It's kind of like that in a way. I don't use Facebook. Oh, you don't? Sorry. No, I don't. Sorry. Old. Or you're ha pretty much you're halfway where I'm at. So that makes me feel better. And so... <laughs> So pretty much there's like the AT badge where it's like the white one. And that's like, you're almost there. You just got to work a little bit harder. And so, no. So pretty much we had that. And then when, when my niece or my sister, I forgot which one it was. When they were, they got Mills Manager. It was actually kind of like those ID cards. Like they upgraded. I'm like, that must be nice. You know, all that fanciness, all that technology. Yeah. And they actually had it where it's kind of like, kind of like a little lanyard you can hang oh. around your neck and everything. I'm like. No, really, no, really. No, a little badge is more fun. It was a lot of fun. Like when you got it, we're like, <gasps> like this, is like you know, like Put a little. It on your jacket. Oh, you could show it off. The cool thing is, you even have to have a hall pass. That was considered your hall pass, like the the red one. Oh. So you just put it on. You're like, sup, sup. I'm the cool one. Pretty much. Also, you get picked on the most too. So. Oh yeah, I was gonna say there's gotta be something. Yeah. And so. But it's fun too. Puts a little backbone in, in you. We have student of the months now. We didn't have that last year. Oh. And it's like, oh, we have a bunch of like cork boards around the school where stuff will be put up. And so we have one just dedicated to student of this month. It's like this whole like spotlight theme thing. I find it kind of annoying though. Really? Well, I don't like it. Why, why don't you like it? Everyone learns at different speeds. Um, so it's like student of the month and you know who all i've seen up there of everyone that's been up for like the sophomores at least it's been all the like more popular sports kids 
or mm. like favorite and it's like expected and then and then i've seen like one maybe two other kids i was like oh nice you got it i know your name and face but other than that it's like all the more popular kids and i'm like see for me if i was back in high school that would push me a little bit more just to like one to also achieve it, but also to piss them off too. That was like yeah. kind of like my thing too, is just to piss off a lot of people when I was in high school, just for like the fun of it. I don't know. I was more of like a shy kid, but going back, I'm like, if I had a chance to do it all over again, I would do it just out of spite. <laughs> well, for that, it's not even necessarily grade based. It's like grade based, or like your grade. I know, oh, I know that, but yeah, it's n- the it's not necessarily grade based because I know people who have better grades than who's been on the student of the month thing so it's like teacher pick base so i'm like so that's why i'm like it's the more popular sport sports kids which also is an odd position for me because i done i do theater i do dance i've never really been involved in school stuff until freshman year then i was in sports and so people like knew my name but they didn't really like know my face or something and but now people will like know my name and my face, Bowden. but I'm not a popular kid. Mm. But I don't also like quite fit in with theater kids or other people now, and so it's like it's always weird when I do volleyball because everyone has their clicks and I'm just like, hello. No, that's the thing that was kind of hard. It was like it was all clicky. It was so clicky. It still is. So, yeah, it's clicky no matter where you go. A buddy of mine. He, he's a youth pastor. That's the thing he noticed too. No matter where they're, no matter what, if there's always people, there's always going to be clicks and there's always going to be drama. And so, and like I noticed that going to to the churches where it's like there's just so many clicks. That's why, like when like the youth group I was part of, some of the kids left the youth group because it was just so clicky. It was just like you know some of like the popular kids like group up kind of in a way in some cases kind of against each other and then kind of leave out the other rest just because they weren't yeah. they didn't fit in stuff like that no. but i mean it sucks but it sucks that i took till halfway through my sophomore year but i finally have a group there you go the, honestly you know don't rush yourself through high school either mm-hmm. that's a thing too. just find your own pace well it's also like it's nice that i have a group now but it sucks that it took so long to find a group because mm. I've had one consistent friend since elementary. There you go. And even then we've gone like in and out. But it's still like through everything, she is the only one that's been even semi-consistent. Mm. Everyone else, it's like with Tashi and Melody, like it's on and off and everything and it's like oh we're friends but we're not like close friends and then it's like i don't like these people these people don't like me they didn't treat me very well Mm. even though they're generally nice people and everyone loves these people but it's just no that's i know there's one kid i remember his dad was the principal at the at the junior high and he'd be student of the month from time to time and then he was like a very cute kid that you know very you know athletic he does all this kind of stuff you know he he knows how to play music he knows pretty much he knows how to talk in front of people do speeches and all that kind of stuff so 
it's great to see him like achieve stuff, but he's also a target at the same time. Yeah, if like, you're the principal's kid. Yeah, because there's one kid I remember having class with that they announced the students on. It's like a list. Like I think it was like pretty much every month. I forgot what month it was. Either at the beginning of the month where they tell the previous month, or it's the end of the month where they tell you the month of, of that month. Where they're like, okay, here's the list of the kids that are student of the month, and then, and then I remember this one kid. He's like, yeah, he only gets to be he's a student of the month because he's the principal's kid, and the teacher got mad at him. He's like, you should shut up. I was yeah. like, juice. Well, that de- thought definitely floats around. It's like you can't help it. It's you know, there's nothing you can do because you know when you're in that when you people know about that, it's like kind of hard to to avoid it. Yeah, there's a whole, like, family at Central. Um, there's a married couple that are teachers, and then they're, they have a senior there, and then I think he's, there's a kid, a freshman, but they have some of, at least two of their kids are there. Mm. And, like, the whole family no one necessarily likes, except for the kid who's actually a band kid. But it's like, oh no, actually, he's pretty nice, but for the most part, everyone kind of hates the whole family. Ooh. And it's like, rough. ooh. That's rough. Yeah. See, that's that's an interesting thing to, to position to be in, like, everyone's in the ad- academic field. See, if I ever become, like, a teacher or work at a school, I don't know if I want my kids to be at the same school. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something I kind of want them... I kind of want them to be on their own because that's because that's what I had. Like I knew quite a bit of teachers that had their kids go to a different school, especially when I was in high school. There's like, you know, some teachers, you know, because we had like three high schools, Henley, KU and Mazama. And there would be one teacher working at KU and their kids would go to Mazama or Henley, one or the other. And it's like, you know, for, you know, of course, being a high school student, you're like, you know, there's always a rivalry. But at the same time, you know, when you're an adult, it's like. Nah, no one cares kind of thing yeah. but it's kind of nice too where it's like you don't have to worry about being the teacher's kid at the school because i always want to know like how do the parent teacher conferences go because there's always that one you know we have to like you know you're the parent of one of the students and it's kind of it would be awkward if your kid's failing the class you're teaching yeah and then going home and seeing them like hey did you do the assignment today? <laughs> kind of thing well, also, it just kind of eliminates the possibility of a bully target. Exactly. Because then it's like, I don't teach you, so you, I can't really favorite you if you're not at my school. Same. Yeah, even like one of the resource officers, his both kids were at, at school too, so it was great. You know, he's pretty good. Our resource officer was pretty cool. So were the kids. I'm still friends. I'm friends with one of them still on Facebook, so we kind of talk once in a while, so. So it's pretty cool. But recyclable. Hmm. What? Recyclable. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I did not write that. At least I don't remember. <laughs> what? No, yeah, th- you did. no, this so is like right there. Yeah, no, this is like one of the things that we like kinda oh, like the things we get. Sticky notes. Well, it's, kind of, it's like if you do really well or if you get called out by a manager kind of thing, you get like one of these things where it's like, you know, a little stuff. Like, what? no, this is because of the safety. Like, you know, if I did something really good that caught the attention 
of like you know I did something well about you safety. Have a notebook with sticky. You know, it's like a little shout out, and then hold on, that's how I got this sweater because I saved up like enough points and got it. I ordered it like two months ago. Finally came in. Yeah. This good. But yeah, weather has been has been crazy this week, and it's just insane how. You know how drastic Oregon weather is because, <laughs> well, because we have like a winter. We, no, we, like I know it's like we have a snowstorm and then it's beautiful, bright, sunny day, and then now it's back to like snowing. And, and then rain. It, it was slush rain, and now it's sunny. Yeah. What the heck? What is going on? I don't know. Well, that's Oregon weather for you. I'm just waiting for the spring. I'm just like, let's go two more weeks. Three? No. Three more weeks. Not kind of. Yeah, after. Next week, yeah, after tomorrow, it's gonna be like in three weeks. Spring's gonna be here, so I'm excited. So, you want to know a fun fact? What apparently, there is a day called Squishmallow Day. Squish, what Squishmallow, you know, Squishmallows, Squishmallows, stuffed, stuffed animals that are like oh, marshmallow, yeah. I guess. Yeah, people are like obsessed with them, myself included. <laughs> of course, um, they're so nice, they're amazing to sleep on. Um, but there's a day called Squishmallow Day, where it's basically celebrating the day that the first Squishmallow was made. Uh, 2017 was when the first one was made. Oh, wow. But that day is March 7th. That is my birthday. Let's go. It's coming up, too. That's why I'm like, we need to get a Squishmallow, because it's Squishmallow Day. And my birthday. Anyway, I learned that fact today, so now I'm just sharing it with everyone who will talk to me. There you go. That's something. No, like I remember the other day, it was like uh, National Tortilla Chip Day. And we had nachos at work, so it was great. No, it's fun. Two of my classes, they share whatever like national day it is, and it's the fun days. Um, there's a lot of those coming up now recently in the past, in the past at least five years, there's always... Been like a national something day. Oh yeah, every every day there's something there's or always, multiple things. There's multiple things, and then there's like also random ones too. There's some that are pretty cool, and then there's some I'm like, this is stupid kind of thing. Yeah. What's one of the random ones we had? Yeah, I didn't. I feel like there was a national mango day. See, like that's <laughs> like there's national everything. Like every day, there's always going to be something. It's so fun though. There, it is no, don't get me wrong. I like there's some that are pretty cool. They're very interactive. And there's some that it's like, man, that's awesome. There's a national cupcake day. I remember that. I know there's the pie day. The ooh pie, pie. Well, yeah. That one's pretty cool. I remember everyone I, knows about pies. I, I know. I went with Adam one time. We bought a whole bunch of pies. We had, had that for dinner. I had like two, three of them. It's like. <laughs> Pie. And then there's cake day. Mm. I should make a pie pie for a pie day. A pie pie? <laughs> a pie pie. What's a pie pie? Uh, um. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, there's a lady on YouTube. Her name's Rosanna. Starts with a P. I don't remember her last name though. But her whole thing was like nerdy nummies. Mm. Um, and one thing she had, I have her cookbook. One thing she had was a pie pie. And it's pie, 3.14. Oh. Pie. Dessert. Oh, And it would be like, cut out all the numbers or whatever, and like, that's the topping of the pie. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I don't remember. That that makes sense. pie pie. 
Pie, pie. I thought you had like another pie inside a pie. I don't know. I was, <laughs> that's the first thing that came we to mind. We were talking about pie day. pie day. And I said I'm going to make a pie pie on pie day. Let's go. That's even or fun. I should. I don't actually know if I'm going to. Go for it. When is pie day? The 14th. Of? Um, next month. 3.14. Oh! Uh, wow. <laughs> my, I'm not in school, therefore my brain is not functioning. You're online, though. It still counts. I am not online. <laughs> I am in person, thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Sorry. How long have I known you? Six years. Six years? So... That I remember I met you guys fall of 2016. I was nine? Yeah. Yeah. Holy cannoli. I remember, and then we hung out a lot during the summer of 2017. Because that's when I was starting to meet you guys. Because I was coming to Awana, doing all that kinds of stuff. Got to meet you, your mom, a few other people. It was great. Great times. Celebrate good times. Come on. And so, good times, good times. And now, here we are. With Nathan and Kaylin ready to go put a ring on it next year. How do you feel about that? Weirded out. Finally. Finally? (laughs) (laughs) No, my finally moment was then started dating because... (laughs) No, because Kaylin would... Like, like randomly text me, like, I don't know what to say to him. What do I say? I'd be like, hey, how's it going? How was your day? It's not that hard. It is that hard. Well, for I'm sure for a girl's perspective, but for, like, when... The, okay, there's a couple things. I can't say a whole lot because I'm in the same situation, but when... A girl comes talks to me. I'm like, all right, cool. Hey, how's it going? But when it kind of, when it tries to talk to them, that's a different story. That's like a horror show right there. <laughs> it's like I don't know what to say. Like I don't know if you saw like Harry Potter when he used you know the Goblet of Fire one where you have to like he's trying to pick a date for like this dance for the and then he's Uh-oh. he's and him and Ron are like walking through the hallway seeing girls from like the other schools and he's like I'd rather fight the dragon right now. It's lots less scary. <laughs> I'm like, same boy, same, <laughs> same. And so, <laughs> but then again, I have to give props to Ron, dude. He shot a shot to one of like, the more popular girls from the other school. I'm like, let's go, my boy, let's go. I haven't watched that in a minute. No, I had enough of Harry Potter. Well, not in a bad way, but more like where it's like, I meant in the, I didn't say it. I don't mean in a bad way, okay? Calm down. I meant like I watched it so much growing up where it's like, I can't watch anymore. It's like if I see the movie, I'm like, eh, all right, cool. I will forever love Harry Potter. I need to read the books, though, because I know there's all, so much material they left out. Mm, yeah. No. I'm just waiting for Nathan to stop coming over. <laughs> okay. You're just done with Nathan? Kind of. What? Very good. Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to phrase it. (laughs) They're annoying. Those two? But it's cute, but it can be annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
Oh, I, no. Like, Nathan's at our house. I can't shut her door. They're not allowed to be yeah, in, I like, know. a room with the door shut. That's how it was alone. a couple weeks ago. I had to be with them. I had to hang out with them. It was fun hanging out with them, don't get me wrong, but they needed an adult in supervision. Even though they had... It was him, Sean, Caitlin, and Damien. Mm. And I'm thinking, I think they'd be all right, you know, four kids in the room, nothing. But then that's when I, but then later on, that's when I was needed because Damien and Sean left. Mm. Yeah, no, it's annoying because I'll go bother them. And then it's like, have it, shut the door. And then I'm like, no, I can't Mm. swing it open. But then it's annoying because even with my door shut, they're still loud. And I'm like, shut up. I'm trying to be by myself here. No, that that was the hard part, you know, in a way where it's like they, you know, you have to like, in a way, chaperone them and everything. It's like, oof. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. But it was just that there are times it's like, I'm like too busy. It was great too because there's one time we were hanging out in Independence just taking pictures and stuff like that. So it was great. So. I know, I'm excited for them. It was just crazy, too. Because I think Caitlin told me that your mom doesn't believe her that they're going to get married. It's like, oh, it's just a thing. <laughs> it's, but I find it funny, too, because, you know, they're at that young, early stages. They're like, oh, we're in love. We can't wait to spend the time with each other for the rest yeah, of our I'm, lives. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's what... It start, that's how it starts. That's always always starts. Now it's like, okay. The young, early stages through the hard years of high school. I think that will ask. What? That's the thing. Everyone doubts them. I think they're perfectly fine. They're fine. It's just the one thing I, I needed, well, one piece of advice is just like not let a lot of inf- outside influence get to them. That's honestly our mom's position on the marriage. Well, I, I understand that. I understand that. No. She keeps trying to throw like her marriage troubles into oh, it though. Oh, okay. Because she got married young. Yeah, and they want to get married young, but she got married young and she 23? was like. 23? 22? Uh, might have been. I don't know. It was, like, right after high school, though. She met our dad when she was, like, 19, 20. Um, I know she was, like, in her early 20s. I just don't remember which age. No. But I, I don't actually know, but, like, all she's even said it. All her friends were getting married. She oh, really she... wanted to get married because she was feeling, like, left out or whatever. And it's a common theme in our family for the women to get young. To get married young. To get young, well, yeah. <laughs> to get it's young. It's literally the first stage you go through, so. But then our mom's like, I was born something's bad's going to happen. It's like, have you not seen them, mom? For I me, it's like, the way I'd say it's like encourage them. I'm like, okay, do this, do that, you know. Or give them some advice, especially from, I think Nathan can learn a lot from Kim in some things. Like, like how, like a perspective from a wife kind mm. of thing, expectations, thoughts, ideas kind of thing. Cause that's when, when I was engaged, my mom told me like, okay, the biggest thing, my mom, the first thing my mom told me was communicate with each other. Big thing. Communicate. I'm like, all right. Cool. Oh yeah. Communicate. I think that's also the other thing is me and Caitlin talk more about their relationship than like Caitlin and our mom. Because also, our mom wasn't necessarily there for some of our larger, like, developing years, like, middle Mm. school, because of our parents separating. So it's like, there's just some things that's, like, 
she's not actually equipped for for us and we don't feel like we can go to her i guess at least from my perspective so i don't know okay i get that i know there's some things it's like no because that's what happened with no, because that's what my buddy says too. Like, if you don't qualify, then why are you giving advice? Kind of thing. Like, say for, well, like for example, like here I am giving marriage advice, but I'm not married. You know, kind of thing. It's like I, I, I can't qualify. I can't do that kind of stuff. I'm also not getting married, so. Well, the thing is, I can go dating. You know, I can give good dating ideas, tips, and stuff like that. You know, something to grow like a good foundation. But, what? <laughs> like, but, but the thing is, it's like. You know, when it comes to, like, you know, I could probably give some engagement stuff, too, but marriage, it's like, I, I'm not qualified for that. And so, the, my buddy, he actually do, does that to a lot of people, too, because he, he faces a lot of stuff, too, where it's like, because a buddy of mine, or another friend, Jorge, and his wife, Kayla, when they were dating, there was a lot of people through the church, like, oh, you, should, you know, why are they this, what, you know, going back and forth. And they were, like, so, and he, my buddy David, he got pissed off. I'm like, look, it's their relationship. It's Jorge and Kayla, not Jorge and Kayla and, and company and the whole church. Yeah. It's something that they need to work on because apparently some drama, gossip going around. I don't know the whole story. I just know there was something happening. And then and then other people from the church started saying their own, putting in their own two cents. And it's just like, no. It's, You're not in this. Because there's some girls that are like, you know, they're like, oh, why did Hori do this? And, that, and something like that. And then and my buddy David's like, no, stop. This is that. That's pretty much that's their problem. That's something they need to work at, work on. Pisses me off when people do that. I know. I know. That's that's why, like, that's why I'm kind of, like, pausing on dating. Even though Trish tries to try to set me up, I was like, I'm good. Because that's the one thing I don't miss is having people tell me. Or tell, like, me and my, my girlfriend or something like that. Something like who I'm dating, like, advice or trying to get into it. Just because, you know, for the sake of it, kind of like, yeah, I'm, you're going to hear my story. Kind of, here's my side. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like what your mom does in a way, you know. Where it's like, you know, they're, you know, Nathan and Caitlin are happy. But then also it's like, oh, when I was married. I'm like, okay, calm down. Chill, chill. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like a replica of what mom probably would do. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of like the thing, too, where a lot of people, they want to do that because they want their attention on them. And that's like, no, just, it's like, I, I respect Caitlin, I respect Nathan. I'll help them out in any way they want, if they ask, or when they ask. I'm not going to force my ideas on them. Right? right. Although, when I was hanging out with them on Sunday, they were, we kind of had a little couples counseling kind of thing, in a way. Like, who do you guys talk to? What are you guys up doing right now? You know, of course, Caitlin has the dress and, and the... And the place to do it, you know, outside. They've the been sun. planning. They have been kind of planning this one. I know like they officially. have been, and so for me, like I get that, but there's also the important part of like getting marriage counseling. What are you guys going to do, and all that kinds of stuff. Yeah. So it's not like I'm trying to for you know put more ideas where they where they need to be. Where it's more like okay, here you know I listen to their ideas. I'm like okay, let's build up on this. What are you guys going to do? Who are you going to talk to? How are you guys going to, you know. Who's going to officiate all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah. So pretty much just kind of a little bit more structure instead of me giving my two cents. It's like, well, what do you guys feel about being married at this young age? Because honestly, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be, you're going to be targets to a lot of people. Because another couple I know, they were married within four months 
of them starting dating. Like, they started dating. Four months mm-hmm. later, they yeah. got married. And a lot of people in the church were saying their opinions. One thing I noticed is church groups like to give their two cents on marriages when it is not asked. Especially the old people. Especially old yeah. people. Also, like, more traditional-oriented groups of people. Old people. Old people, especially especially at, at the church I'm at. Well, I don't even mean, like, specifically old people. I mean, like, anyone who's more traditionally oriented oh, yeah. in that sense. No, which is that. more often old people, but... Yeah. No, I get that. I know there's always a tradition there, thing like, mm. I get that, but there's sometimes it's like, I respect it a lot too, because cause when I asked Jackie out, I, I asked Kevin first, because usually it's like, yeah, because, well, when you're really, really traditional, you ask the dad and any and if she has brothers, and that's, I only had to ask the dad, I don't know, for me, it's like, I don't know why the brothers, are, well, I kind of get that, but. But it's like you kind of have to ask the family first and then because my buddy, uh, her, no, my friend Renita, her husband had asked her two brothers. Unfortunately, her dad passed away when she was young. And so pretty much her older, her two brothers were kind of like the man of the house. Yeah. And so her husband, Bo, he asked her mom, hey, can I can I have, you know, your blessing to marry your daughter? And he's like, well, ask her brothers first and then we'll go from there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I get that. That's pretty cool. And so here they are now. Uh, they have one kid now, so doing well. Yeah. I know that's awesome. I know there's lots of kids that I know from my youth group that are having. They're like moms now. They're kids. They're parent. They have kids, and seeing them as parents, it's like that is so what? weird. It's it's weird because I'm like you're a baby not that long ago. Now you have your own, which is even more weirder. Yeah. Even more weird. Even that more was weird. perfect grammar. That was perfect grammar. <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm more into history than English, you know, than grammar, all that kind of stuff. So, but that's interesting. You know, it's even weird seeing Kaylin getting married. We're gonna see her like what next year. So it's like, are gonna be? They're gonna be the maid of honor. Maybe. It's between me and her, and her best friend, and... Rock, paper, scissors, two out of three. Well, here's her thing, is her best friend is also, like, less organized, and, like, and I can be more organized for events. There you go. So mm-hmm. she's like, I might, like, make her maid of honor and you help her, I might, like, just make you maid of honor, but in either way, I'd be, like, helping with things more, mm-hmm. but... There's your advantage right there, so. I'm higher up in the mains. <laughs> I'm higher up. I'm higher up in the rankings. <laughs> Is it how many? Uh, how many of the other? What? So it's. I ain't got no clue who else would be in the maid. Maid of honor, and then what's the other one? The. Isn't it? What's there's another name. There for might it. be a junior bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. That's bridesmaids. Yeah, there's the maid of honor, honor and the bridesmaid. That's what I was trying to get to. I'm like, and sometimes the, a junior bridesmaid. I did not know that at all. Yeah. I just my, know maid of honor and the bridesmaids. That's it. My. If you're in the right family, you have like twenty of those. I think on my, one side, either my great aunt, one of my great aunts, or one of my aunts, um, she was getting married again, and <laughs> sorry, I just thought of a joke. Keep going. I, th- I thought I, I just saw. I remember a post, seeing a post. But keep going. Um, she had her young, 
she had her her oldest daughter as her one of her bridesmaids, and then her younger youngest was her junior bridesmaids. That's why I'm like, there's also junior bridesmaids. Because mm. it was like bridesmaids all around the same age, small child. There you go. But that's usually how it is. No, but the fun thing, what I was thinking about where it's like this guy, he was like the best man for his buddy. He got married. He he was married at the original. Well, he was the best man at the original wedding. He got divorced. His buddy got divorced, got married again. And at the wedding toast, he's like, all right, everybody, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> his buddy was not happy about that. <laughs> Dude. Great to see everybody again. <laughs> I would have been roasting. Oh, no. no. If I ever officiate a wedding, if I know the two people, I'll be roasting them so badly. If I ever get divorced and married. <clears throat> if I ever marry, divorce, and then marry again, and whoever is doing toast or whatever doesn't do that, I'm going to be sad. I was like, perfect roast. opportunity. I'll be roasting people. I'd be like, if I know the two kids, I'll be like, <laughs> you think this will save? No. I'll be roasting you kids. Not to self. Don't have girls I won't be to officiate. No, no, you should have me officiate. I can, actually. I just need to go through online, find out the state law, or give some of the state requirements and call it good. The thing, it's not permanent, but it's just for, like, a good amount of time. I think for the state of Oregon, it's like a month. Hmm. You get to officiate for, like, be an officiator for at least a month. Because that's all you need. Because, you know, people always ask their best friends or other people, random strangers, to officiate their wedding. Random strangers? No, like uh, David Harbour from Stranger Things. I don't know if you know the actor that plays in Stranger Things. The big old police co cop. Oh, Hopper? Hopper. Yeah, I don't know actors' names like most okay. of the time at all. Okay, so he... Unless it's Harry Potter. Uh, he and his wife got married in Vegas by an Elvis personator. Yeah. They just went and got a fish. Even in Vegas, they have drive-through weddings. <laughs> I've heard about those. Yeah, they're like pretty much a lady is like, "I now pronounce you man and wife. Do you agree? Yes and no, and all that kinds of stuff." And then like off, off they go. Next. Next. I forgot how much you have to pay. I don't think it's that expensive, but you just pay like a little toll. She says a whole lingo and then call it good. <laughs> That's a quick and easy wedding. There you go. That's the thing, too. There are times I think about, like, okay, what kind of wedding do I want? Like, a small one? Well, now that I was kind of, like, in that phase, but still, it's, like, because having a small backyard wedding does not sound that bad at all. Well, for me, at least. You know, just something not crazy, too, nothing too crazy fancy. My wedding, if I ever have one, is going to be small. Small. That is, that is my line. I will not have a lot of people staring at me getting married. Tell that to your boyfriend. <laughs> it's fine. We're both awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so, by this time. No. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's like a friend of mine. Uh, I don't know. Well, thing is, her and her boyfriend, well, now husband, they were dating for like years. Five, six years. But the, same, but the thing is, they wanted to get married. They were That was like the plan. But they wanted to wait after she graduated college because she was i think she was in the nursing program and so what ended up happening was the crazy thing is she graduated and then two months later she uploads her wedding on facebook it was just her 
her husband, of course, the guy, the person that officiated, and then a few family members at Crater Lake. So pretty much you see, like, they were just, like, in kind of, like, some random spots. They just, you know, because they couldn't wait. They didn't want to wait. They just, like, okay, we've waited enough. Let's get married. We got everything set, you know. So that's what they did. They officiate. They got married, like, right there. And then you see all the pictures of them, of them at Crater Lake and everything. So. Hold on, what? Well, she pretty much, she was like, okay, love you. She pretty much made, like, a little statement. And it's like, I love you all, but we didn't want to wait because it's been a long time coming. We just wanted to get it done. We'll just send out an invitation to the party next year. And so that was last summer they got married. So this summer there'll be like a party, kind of like a little like reception kind of thing. Yeah, late reception. And I think, I don't know, I don't think she lives in town anymore. Because the plan was from Crown Falls to Bend. That was like, you know, because that's where, for jobs. Mm. You know, that's where the, her husband lived for the longest. Because it was like a distant relationship. Mm. So from time to time, they she would go down, or she would go up. And visit and vice versa. He would go come back and visit and so back and forth. And now they're like group set. So that's pretty cool. It was awesome. I was really happy for him too. I was surprised. I was excuse me. I was surprised too when I saw the photos. I'm like, whoa! Finally. At the same time, I was like, finally, because they met online and it's like, you know, they've been dating for three, four. I'm like, okay, there has to be a ring on there somewhere. There has to be like. I'm just waiting for that for my best friend for like another three years. You know, give yourself time. You know, that's a big challenge too. Is getting married at a young age, like Caitlin is. That's that's the thing I I'm kind of concerned about. Like, you know, good for her, but at the same time, like you have a you know some challenges ahead of you, kind of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully I'm invited. <laughs> you probably will, but yeah, I was invited at Sasha's wedding, so I was like, kind of like, oh, I kind of forgot about it too, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I technically was invited, but I just chose not to go. No, because I was like, I remember hearing about it, like you know, I saw them, you know, they got engaged, and I didn't know when the like I knew like it was like in December, like when the wedding was, but I forgot about it. I don't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden I saw the photos. Like, yeah, we got married. Finally, we're Mr. and Mrs. And I'm like, oh, cool. Congratulations. Like, I, 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 they just skipped out on me. Like, if I, for me, it's like, if I get invited, cool. If not, then oh well. Yeah. I'll be on my computer playing video games. No, our fam, like, it was addressed to the Puff Puff family. None of them are friends with, like, any of us except for Maisie and Caitlin, so. So I don't, I don't know if my mom went, but I chose not to go because I'm like, Ella straight up told me she didn't want to be my friend anymore because I was bisexual um, when she found out about that. Oh boy. She basically said something along the lines of, I don't want to be friends with someone like that. Um, And I was like, okay, not sad about that. Henry and I didn't really become friends. And then the rest of them, I was like... I know Henry, you guys got along better now, especially since after Axe. Because I know you guys have been hanging out a lot, like in the groups, right? For a little while a during little the summer, bit. but then... Okay. I remember seeing a whole bunch of photos no. of you guys just hanging out, doing a whole bunch of stuff. But... Well, it like that whole group fell out super fast because a lot of us moved to high school then. Oh. And then... You know, Nellie and him weren't in high school. They were homeschooling. And then Isaac was at a different school. Isaac, yeah. 
And then that group just kind of fell out. I didn't really, like, well, have a desire to be Henry's friend. Well, the only thing that was kept you guys together was AIM. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Because also, a bunch of us left AIM. No, Jenny told me a whole spiel about AIM, and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. I just called it good just because of work, but there are other times I was like, no, they, like, I, I was texting Sasha, or no, not Sasha, Sarah, because for, I, I was thinking of Sierra for, like, for the past couple of days. I wanted to see if I could write a letter to her to say, hey, how's it going? Here for support, because she's going through a whole lot right now. Yeah, I have no clue on that. I just know she disappeared. Well, yeah, there's, it's kind of a story for that, but it's just like, you know, she's kind of going through, she's kind of going through, like, making bad decisions kind of thing, and it's like, you know, thinking about her, and like, why write her a letter? Because her and I were, we were kind of close. We were, like, good friends, and then out of nowhere, she just stopped coming. She started beating around, and so, and so, pretty much doing Lion Witch in the wardrobe, and Sarah's like, so, if you're going to come, you should come back to him, because we have a perfect part for you. I'm thinking Aslan. But I was like, I'm I'm good. I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of down for for with performances right now. Yeah. Just want to relax and work on my own. I miss everybody. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like I'm just like don't have the time or energy to do it. Completely fair. So, just because acts just took a lot out of me. It was just there's just so much work. Well, you also a larger role. I had the I had the big one of the biggest roles. I was like it was me and Josh taking on. I remember when Josh and I were rehearsing, we saw like his script, giant word blocks, almost back to back. And he, and Josh was like, I have no idea how I'm going to memorize all this. It's going to be tough, but. That's literally me. I, I've done theater for like 10 years. And That's like good. whenever I'm looking at people memorizing music or lines or whatever, I'm now I'm suddenly like. I don't know how y'all are doing it. It's practice. How did I do it? No, there no, there are times I, I kind of like look back. Like, how did I not? Well, there's been a couple times where I did mess up the lines. I kind of, there's some lines I forgot. And then, well, because there's one line, I skipped one part. And then I kept going to another, to another set of lines. And I'm like, I'm kind of thinking back. I forgot something. But we kind of, they kind of kept going with it. So I was like, all right, cool. And then when Josh, one of the scenes when Josh was like in prison, Oh, I was bombing because I was forgetting the lines. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot memorize. I cannot remember this line. And at the last second, popped in my head, just like pulled out the last second, just like, okay, here's the line. You know, just started going. The speed through. <laughs> that was so with the unicorn horn. Didn't oh yeah, Dallas had the helium. He had helium. You didn't hear that? Because there was a video. He was singing one of the songs, the the main song. I kind of remember that. He actually had it in, like, he, like, had a balloon filled with helium and just sucked all the helium out. He starts singing the song. It's like. I don't know. The biggest thing I remember is Andrew continually stealing my unicorn horn and producing really funny scenes then from the unicorn horn. There's one scene I was looking for Saul, and then, you know, Andrew came out as the old man. And he, he was, like, moving around. He had his glasses, like, in his uh, coat pocket. Or, and so what he did, he actually, like, Knocked him off and actually caught them. And I'm like, no idea what to do because that wasn't supposed to happen at all. <laughs> so for me, naturally, I just like caught them. I'm like, uh, uh, and then there's Brittany up on the scaffolding. She's trying not to laugh because, because I'm just like right there at that moment. I'm like, okay, here you go. You know, putting him back <laughs> in his jacket. I'm so. fighting with you, but, um, there you go. 
That but was no, it, fun. Yeah, it's great seeing you guys still acting outside of AIM. Especially that Central's doing a lot more now. Imagine acting. Imagine acting, right? I am no longer on stage. That's kind of nice. Do you feel better without acting or being on stage, or do you feel a lot more Honestly, comfortable in the back? I feel so much more comfortable in the background. Mm. But also I get to, like, yell at people, so... There you go. It's fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. No, well, not... also, it's unfair. There's favoritism. And, like, things like, there's Noah and Jeremy, who have never acted before. Uh... But they're getting bigger roles in the Central plays last year. They're getting bigger roles in Apple Box and everything. And I've been doing it for ten years. I've been with Apple Box multiple years. I've never in my life gotten a larger role until last year, and that was by default. And I actually recently learned I had one of the student directors, Ozzy, advocating for me. Because mm. um, there was three of us for the dragon in St. George and the Dragon. Mm. Um, Wendy will have this thing where she'll randomly have dreams and be like, okay, we're doing that for the show. Three-Headed Dragon was born, because originally it was for one person. Oh, but okay. it was split between... Noah, Noah's little sister Amelia, and me for the dragon. Is Noah the tall kid? Was mm-hmm. that the tall kid? Yeah. And Ozzy was advocating for like me to be the dragon. And then... And usually the older kids get the larger roles, because in Apple Box they especially prioritize senior- seniority. Mm. Because it's like our, it's our last year in it, and they want us to get larger roles, have a chance at it. Mm-hmm. But also, even in that, I've been doing Apple Box longer, and I finally, for once in my life, got a big role that wasn't, like, ensemble or ensemble with a few lines. I finally got something. And then Noah was still favorited within the three-headed dragon for that, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, was was he supposed to have more lines, did he, because of that? Or he was... didn't necessarily get more lines, but what kind of happened was... He became like the lead head. Oh, okay. Like that makes more sense. Because of the that lines we wanted, question. it was more natural. But even then, he was just more favorited, and people tend to like Noah more. Mm. And it's like, um, favoritism mm. has entered the building. Oh, okay. It's like, mm. yeah, I get that. But at least with stage ranging, I get to take something to. Staked. So. God. No, I get that. That's how it is with one of the managers at work where she she's, like, excited. Because right now what we're doing right now is, like, we there used to be one manager. For the area that I work, it's called unload. So, you know, of course, put up the trucks, empty out the trucks kind of thing. Yeah. So there'd be, like, one manager in charge of that. Right now there's, like, four, three, three, four managers in charge of, like, Bell lines. There's like, so pretty much each bell line has one manager, and then kind of like a floating manager as well, kind of like going around if they need help or anything, kind of stuff. You know, pretty much from what I look at, from looking at it, there's eight managers in total. So there's three, one for each bell line, one for unload, maybe one or two, and then there's a couple floaters. There's one manager. He's like in charge of of interviews whole bunch of other stuff like he kind of does his own thing kind of like in the background kind of like more of the tech stuff and scheduling and then there's the head honcho 
which is he's in charge of that of the whole plant and his name is chad he's in charge of that so so right now what they're doing is they're, they're rotating the managers around so right now that we have a pair that's once she's you know she knows what she's doing she's been doing it for quite some time and there's one that's brand new so she's kind of floating around with so it's miranda who's like the veteran and then there's laura who's like the new one she's learning the basics and stuff like that yeah and so she's doing you know she's doing good she's doing nice job and then there's the one i'm trying to talk about is tina she's like excited to yell at people kind of thing you know it's like yes go to on you know belts you know well, not belt go to door six door five you know and she told me it's like can't wait to you know be that you know unload manager i can be yelling at you carlos i'm like why why i'm, I'm such a good worker well, no, and i'm like why are you being so mean because <laughs> It's it's a good way to be useful and also have fun. <laughs> and torture people. No, it's fun. Because I, I like can that. just be like, I need you to go. Uh, I can just be like, Anthony, go get the drill and do this or whatever. I tell people what to do. I oh, know. But then also, it's fun because I would note down blocking when we were like blocking and do learning the songs and everything. And... You know, people will be split up into that. One of our songs is called a kickball tournament, and mm. the group is split into two sides for teams. Mm. And so I needed to get a list of all the people in their teams. And so, you know, they're, like, moving around. They're talking. So I'm, like, yelling at them. I'm like, shut up. Mm. But not shut up. I was like, be y'all be quiet. Be more professional. Yeah, and then I'm like... Okay, I need you guys to stand in a line visibly so I can see you and stand still. Do not move. No, that's what happened with uh, we're doing Chitty. We were doing some rehearsals and Bethany was up doing her lines, doing her scene. And then the kids in the back were not being quiet at all. And Bethany's like, quiet backstage and just went silent. Like she was ready to raise hell. And then she just kept on going with her lines. I'm like, there you go. No, it's great because now I also am known for having like an authoritative air more. And when I tell people be quiet, they be quiet. And it's not it's not like the whole I don't know. There's a couple times where it's like the actual directors, Lily and Wendy, will be like, be quiet or like quiet backstage or whatever, and there'll still be some talking, but whenever I'm like Y'all be quiet, because I'm, like, trying to do something. It's just dead. And I'm like, why do you listen to me better than the literal adults? Because they like you better than the literal adults? I, I know that... I'm, like, not as nice about things. I'm, like... Or you're more direct. I think... This. Uh, well, the thing is, it's kind of like they respect you more. If they don't... If it's, not, if it's not like being liked, it's more about respect. Because you're the, you're the one... You're the one working in the background. You're the one setting up. You're the one... Uh, putting up teams together you're the one having people do things in order to help out you know be more productive because i was in the same okay anyways <laughs> calm down calm down no but the thing is that's kind of how it was when i was worked at the theater back home where a couple managers they would tell some of the other staff my other co-workers to do something ignored i would come in from the snow from time like like or at least come in after throwing away the trash and asking them, hey, can you guys help, uh, you know, help with the pre-closing? And they would actually go start doing the, you know, looking through the concession stands, reloading candy, restocking everything, and doing, like, help clean out in the lobby and everything. And they were like, how does that work? I'm like, it was, it was a bit of a drama thing. But 
thing is, that's they will respect you more because you're in it. You're kind of like more of a leader. Yeah. Then, because well, Lily and Wendy, you're more of a leader than Lily and Wendy because what they're doing, I don't know what they're doing. I can only assume they're just sitting somewhere telling people what to do or sitting back doing nothing, looking over notes. Whereas you're in the whole process. You're. But that's in, also what doesn't make sense to me is it's like. Wendy is also not physically able to, like, get up and move around a whole lot, but mm. Lily is putting together all these choreographies and get, like, blocking, and they're p- helping get things set in movements t- mm. to get this show together, and then Wit's been out, so Wendy is covering both Wit's and her jobs, and this is actually the first show Wendy's ever done at the high school that she's had someone be a manager through the entire process. Um... So, also, it's, like, there's just a lot of differences to how it's been, but I don't actually tell the actors to do that much, but I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me, because I'm, think, like... I think because you're their age. You're you're from their, you know, yeah. people, you gotta look at their perspective, like, you're kind of, you're one of them, if that makes sense. You're, like, you're the yeah. same age, you're a student. You're, you know, pretty much the same as they are, but you get to be more, you're more productive in the background. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it's fun, though. I did have to actually yell at my crew, because we have blocks we have to move, and it's like 20-something of the blocks total. Yeah. And they have to move really fast into, like, a bus scene, like, a certain lineup for the bus, and then they have to move. So I was teaching the crew, like, how to get there, and then... These blocks are, like, not necessarily, like, heavy, but they're sturdy. They're heavy. And so, if you get your hand caught in squash between them, it hurts. It does hurt. Mm. And they kept trying, like, for small adjustments or whatever, they kept moving them with their feet after I explained it. Or, like, and I was, as I'm going down, my hand is there. And then they move it with their foot, and my hand got smashed, like, two, three, four times. So, I ended up yelling at them because I'm like, do not move these with your feet. Mm. these hurt watch for fingers and move them with your hands but it was like not authoritative hey I need you to do this go do it it was like actually you guys are in trouble well, does that hurt well well, at least you, you know at least you get to say I didn't warn you you know you didn't, You know, it's like hey I did tell you guys these suck when it comes to moving you know they're you know especially with like you know what kind of style they are or how they were moved and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like pretty much just let them learn. Let let oh, them learn. Let awesome. them find out. Well, also it's it's the thing is though I was the only one getting my hands smashed. Oh. So I'm like, I'm trying to explain things and then like adjust them to be like, hey, this is how it needs to be rather than this. And it's like you think in my mind, I at least it's more logical. Someone is being like, oh, this needs to be adjusted in this way, and, like, is going down to move the box, and then my hand is on the handle, and I'm about to move it. Oh, I'll move it with my foot. Ow! Why would you do that? I was literally right there to move it. I remember Janie, <laughs> I remember Janie yelling at people for not, like, moving the boxes right, especially, like, on the church stage. Like during mm. acts, instead of like, like, or at least, at least some of the thing, like some of the, what was it? It was like some of the variety shows. People were like, kick them, like pick them up, pick them up. Like she gets on that. 
And so, I was like, geez. The other thing I understand more now is now that I'm not an actor, I'm on the behind the scenes crew and everything. It's like, and especially more on the directing team. I'm like. Would you ever become a director? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually planning on being one of the student directors in Apple Box, if not a like manager for it. So, yeah. That'd be fun. But. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, no, no, that that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. No, but I definitely understand it more, and it's like they really don't get enough like, like backstage crew, and it's like we love techies, but then it's not like, oh my god, I love you techies. It's like it, we do a lot more than you it, think. It, it can be an unforgiving job in some cases because you put so much work. Like one example would be Jenny. She does a lot of hard work. I mean, mm-hmm. she goes through so much, puts up a lot of, like, crap from other people. But she comes in every day and still works works hard. So she doesn't, you know, big shout out to her because there's lots of things that's, like, she's in, she's the first one in and the last one out kind of thing. So she's awesome. Yeah. Her anchor, like, even Christy, she helped me out, too, during acts because there's, like, some lines. Like there, I forget my lines. So... While I'm waiting backstage to for me to pop up, I actually look at the at the script that she has, and I look at it, memorize my lines, run out, do the scene, and call it good. Yeah. So it was nice. That's kind of the ones I, one ways I cheated was like I looked at the script in the back, so it was great. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is like our attendance can be a mess more, mm. and so like being stage manager, I typed up an entire sign in sheet of like their names, then the dates, and, like, it was started a bit by Wendy, but then my job, fill in the names, fill in the dates, like, make cross-outs of cast and crew, okay, put an X here, because you're not needed at this time, and whatever, Mm. and then I have to, and then that was done digitally, and then printed out, and then from that printout, I need to then reinsert digitally, okay, these people were here these days, these people are not, this person's excuse, this person is leaving at this time or whatever mm. i'm doing that i'm writing down blocking notes i'm running upstairs and finding props i'm making lists i'm like mm. also doing out rehearsal reports yeah and then with i'm also writing down light cues scene change cues standbys warnings make keeping like memorizing or like keeping an eye on what the spotlights are doing and like i'm doing all of this and it's like Y'all better pay attention and love me. <laughs> like, I love y'all, yeah. but without your backstage crew and the directors, y'all would have nothing. A bit like, you're welcome. It's kind of like a big, you're welcome. Yeah. But then our old manager, she isn't, she, like, tried this, but she has, like, a lot of anxiety, and she, it, it was not the job for her. She fizzled out so quickly. But she still likes to, like, try and direct people and, like, boss them. Mm-hmm. And so Wendy literally told me politely, shut her down. Tell her to stop. Because directing people on what they're doing is my job. She is now our costume assistant, so go. she helps with quick changes. So it's like, no, she doesn't get to be on headset. She doesn't oh, get yeah. to boss people. And so that's the other thing is there's more hierarchy now because I'm in charge of tech crew. Mm. Like, that is my job now. It's 
So if the tech crew has stuff or issues or questions, they go to me. And then, like, Wendy is my boss. Mm. I am tech crew's boss. So it's like, um, no. Gina, l- Gina doesn't get to boss you guys. That is my job. Is there a little bit more structure now after you became after you got into that? Or is it kind of, like, similar? Or was it... Uh, do you feel has anything changed at all? There is more structure. Like, our tech day... Mm. Um, and we started when we started running the show with cues. A huge difference was in the past. Wendy will sit with the god mic on, and she'll be like, "Okay, run this cue now. Okay, hey, let's add this light in, and do this." And um, and that would also be when the stage manager in the past would be like, "Okay, I'm gonna give this cue at this time. Okay, and you make sure to do it when this happens." Um, but now it's like, I've been here from the start of the show. Like mm. I'm at every single rehearsal if I can make it. Um, so I was queuing the show from the start and we have, honestly for tech, I feel like we have it more together than we did for like Rudolph. Mm. And Wendy's also able to focus more on helping like Fiona cue, EQ the mics. She can focus more on like getting wits jobs done and i'm because i'm more in charge of tech i can be she can hand me a list and i can be like okay we're doing this i need you guys to do this and then like i'm running around fixing cardboard covers or whatever i do feel like it's more like in line than in the past that's good that's good yeah, I'm excited to see where Ames going with this. I'm excited, like even Central's doing a lot more, uh, a lot more stuff plays too. Or well, well, what I meant by that is like I'm I'm excited to see like kids from Ames go to Central do plays. They're like they're a little bit more interactive with that. Yeah. So it's kind of good. It's like more opening, and then then with JP and Janie kind of like like not doing this turnaround it's like a lot of people are kind of like all right let's see what else we can do kind of thing you know what can we take a different step yeah so I'm excited where it goes it's gonna go so it's so funny too like I never thought I was gonna be in like in a play because I remember doing a play when I was little Doing like musicals, but being an adult doing a play is like it was pretty fun. Theater is great. I don't know if I'll ever do like a like um uh, like kind of like one of the supporting roles or kind of like a big role. But I'll probably it'd be nice to be like a background person. Yeah. Well, also Wit and Wendy when they go out and watch other plays, they don't look at the like they've literally said we aren't looking at the leads, we're looking at the chorus. No. So it's like. If you're in central, if you do central plays in your background character, do well in the course for Wit and Wendy to just, like, scout you out. Oh, okay. Didn't work for me, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> no, because that's what they did, because there's a, a playhouse that did Chitty down in Eugene, and we actually went and saw it. Kind of see how they... Than ours. Huh? Was it better than ours? God, no. <laughs> Well, the only thing they had on us was because it was a, the car. They actually kind of had like a nice car. Although, thing is, ours can actually float up, rise up in the air. But theirs just kind of slid around on stage. Well, one advantage they had is because they they were connected to like other theaters, so they actually were able to get stuff. Like everything mm-hmm. was made for them. They were like ready to go. For us, we had to build everything from scratch. Oh yeah. We had to start, you know, because our production wasn't. 
And we're doing it in a was, church place, which is not. Yeah, we like start in the spring trying to figure out what to do, and then full on execute the play in the summer. So pretty much we had to start very early for that. Yeah. So it's funny too because like one of the plays, pretty much the line which in her wardrobe will play on my birthday. Will be on my birthday. So. So I'm excited for that. So yeah. Excited for you. <laughs> yeah. So what else is gonna be going on? Uh <laughs> Just nothing. My lap is boring. Nah, that's fine. That's fine. Only difference is I have a boyfriend. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy for you. Nice. Have you guys gone on any dates yet? No, not really. No. Okay. Roll awkward. <laughs> Roll awkward. See how it became official was. <laughs> well, what happened was. Apparently, I was sick, like Valentine's week, I was sick mm. that Monday, and I stayed home Tuesday to make sure I was well, and apparently he was going to ask me to be his Valentine on, like, the 13th Tuesday, mm. and because I had his number, and then he randomly texted me Monday night, he was like, hi, and I was like, hi? <laughs> I was confused because I only ever texted him just randomly to annoy him or whatever. And it was like, That's usually you're how it texting me first. What is happening? And then he was just like, are you going to come back to school? And I was like, no, I'm staying home. Tomorrow. He, sh he shot a shot. <laughs> so I wasn't there. And then there was like a movie night and we were cuddling during that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and then my man. <laughs> later that week, it was during his third period because our friend Samara uh, has science with him, and so then he apparently he told her to text me that he liked me, and so then it was just like the mutual knowledge of us liking each other was just there for a few days, and at that point we were holding hands like during car rides or whatever. And then Wednesday, like Aww. this last Wednesday, we went and saw Dallas's last dress rehearsal for Cinderella. And so we were holding hands during that. And our friend Callie was like, <gasps> like aggressively pointing between us being like, <gasps> yeah, yes, no, yes, no. Calling attention to it. Yeah. And so then <laughs> Trey was like, that's an Ellie question. And I was like, what? Uh, yes. Um. And that's how we became a fish. It would have been nice. It would have been more awkward if you said no. It's like no, it's just for just for fun. It's like what? <laughs> well, at that point we weren't official, but the knowledge of us liking each other was there. Might as well. Well, that's a good thing that he went like that's an Ellie question instead of him being like, yeah, we're we're it. we're legit now. Instead well, of like, I was confused too. I was like, that's good for him to say we... like that's that's on you. I don't like I'm I'm happy to hear that he actually honored you that way. Where it's like that's on her to you know. That's pretty cool. Dude, he's just mm. awkward. <laughs> no, just seeing sixth graders self-destruct when you call out their crushes. 
That's the one thing I miss being a tutor. It was so amazing. I just loved it. Because there's one, because I remember one time, I don't know if I ever told you this story. I remember walking in at the last class. I'm like, I was, it was kind of a long day. I think you have to. Yeah, where pretty much this girl, he's like, I got in trouble for hugging too long. And well, it's because I walked in, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, it's, it's, I walked in the class, I'm like, okay, it's gonna be such a long day. It's like, it's, it's, I'm just done. Like, one more class, we're good to go. I'm home, I'm home free. And then one of my, like, because we're like split up, split up in groups, and she's like, you know, she comes running in. She was in my group, so she comes running towards me, like, teacher, 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 guess what, guess what? I'm like, I'm like what what is it and I'm like I got in trouble for hugging too long I'm like hugging too long and keep in mind me and the teacher were talking I looked I looked at her I'm like oh okay what's his name what what's his name who do I need to talk to what's this boy's name I need to go talk. he's like uh, she's like uh, 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 uh. her <laughs> friends turned on her oh they just turned towards her like oh. and she just collapsing Oh, and I'm having the time of my life just seeing her world just destroy. Like, yes, yes, no. It's just so fun. I'm just laughing the time of my life. Meanwhile, she's just like being devastated, like oh, through this. I'm just like, <laughs> that's not nice. I'm like, it was funny. Like, no, like that was mean. I'm like, it was not. I'm like, you guys are sixth graders. Chill, chill. Like, sixth graders do need chill. Oh my gosh, yes. Because I forgot, because before I started tutoring, I forgot that sixth graders were bumped up to junior high. And, because, well, tradition, it was seventh and eighth grade. And yeah. so, because I forgot about that, like, a couple years prior, they were like, all right, we're going to bump up sixth grade to junior high. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Cool. That's crazy. But, all right. You do you. And that's when I was like, okay, sixth graders do not need, in my opinion at least, do not need to be in junior high yeah they're not even whatsoever. teenagers yet. no they're still like 11 year olds 12 12 they turn 13 6th grade year well i was typically typically but i was 12 when i was in the junior high so i kind of i was kind of like a year younger than mm. most people so but it was just like 6th mm, graders don't need to be here they really really don't need to be here so they were fun, you know, to teach, especially the last group. But other than that, I was just like done because there were just so many antics. So. Oh yeah. So. Is that an Xbox? It is an Xbox 360. Oh my god, I haven't seen one in forever. You know, they're relics now. So, well, this one's mine because I bought it from an old coworker back in the day. And so the only downside is like I don't have headphones or I can't connect it to my speakers. Yeah. So I need to figure that away if I can, because I don't want to, I don't want to buy more stuff for it because, you know, they're kind of hard to find and it's like, they're kind of old. And if I do find something, they're going to be expensive because, you know, people. Are, it's hard. Xbox is amazing. It is. We it's... sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting the Wii because. Oh, I want a Wii again. I'm going to go to the bathroom. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of Wii. I know, but no, I do have a Wii. I just forget it because it's in the drawer. And it's like I'm, I'm more like no, because I'm used to like the big game consoles, the PlayStation and the Xbox. My original, well, the PlayStation I had, and then I upgraded to the, to the original Xbox, and then PS2, 
and then PS3, Xbox, PS4, and now I'm with a PC console or PC. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of nice. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, when Ryan moved out, all of the gaming stuff left oh, the house, okay. and Mom is not a gamer person at all. So mm. like, I would play more video games, but I'm yeah. like, I would recommend mm. the Switch, just because you know, not having an extra TV. I think I got money. My next saving project is getting AirPod Maxes. Oh God, those are expensive, child. Jeez. Yeah. I haven't worked in like five weeks. I really need to work so I have money. No, I'm doing the same thing. I just got a bit of my taxes back and so I need to start saving up like crazy because I owe a lot more in taxes than I did in my return. Mm. So, you know, good old photography business. When you make a lot, you <laughs> pay a lot back. Same thing when I worked with Sarah at the, at the what is the emergency sub. I made quite a bit, which was so nice. It was so nice. When I got the check at the end, I'm like, no way, this is amazing. But if, I, if that was like my only job, I wouldn't made it. I wouldn't make it. It's, it would have been hard. Yeah. Honestly, I would apply to like, I don't know. I'm wondering what like summer jobs I might be able to pass by. But I during the school year, there's like no job options for me once I turn 16, though, because. Well, I'd have to work, like, pretty much night shifts, because I have, yeah. I usually will have activity all the way up till, like, 6 or 7, 8 mm. at night, and that's, like, shifts will start at, like, 5 or 6, and I'm, like, I, I can't make that, I, I do stuff in my activities I'm going to put first, because I'm in high school, I want to do my high school stuff, but then show performances and all that can run till, like, 11, and oh, yeah. start at five. So I'm like, I really, I can't it's gonna work be a job yeah. other than my current one. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty tricky, especially as a high school. You need a lot of stuff. Or you need a lot of time. Yeah. And, sadly. Well, yeah, that's what I've been doing, too. It's like, I would like to do, like, I'm thinking about doing, like, a tutoring job over at Central as well. Just because I have, like, a little bit more free time during the day. So. Like an attitude? Not avid tutor, but an actual, like, after-school tutor. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, well, avid tutor, it's all day. And I'm like, I try, like, having working nights and then doing tutoring during the day. That's going to be the tricky part. Yeah. Because I barely survived during the sub because I would, for example, I'd wake up, like, at 1 in the morning, work, and then go to Brooks, where the school's at, work all the way up to, like, 3, Come back home and pass out. And you have, like, no free time. I have no free time. I, I, yeah. Thankfully, I'm done with school. That's, that's like, the joyous part. But but pretty much I have, like, no energy to do anything else. Yeah. I only look forward to my, like, my days off where I can do whatever I want. Like, take a nap and then, like, wake up later. Because there are times I, like, pass out and I don't wake up till like, the next day. Free times to do whatever I want. What is doing whatever you want? Sleeping sleeping pretty much that's that's why i try to take advantage of it that's when i was on vacation last month i was like taking naps when i can because like you know what i don't have to do work tonight so i'm gonna pass out yeah so what is that did you go somewhere huh did you go somewhere i went to climax for like a week oh so did you go on a choo-choo train 
Yeah, I was. That was original, the plan. But all of a sudden, like two days, three days before I was supposed to go, I got like an email saying that my trip got or my ticket got canceled because of something. I, I didn't I didn't clarify what, but it just something it, like my ticket got canceled. Did you go on an aeroplane then? Back to Klamath? No. <laughs> I wish. If I had a private plane, yeah. <laughs> What's the t- thing on your back? Oh, that? That's when I went to Tennessee last summer. <laughs> last summer? What? Last summer? Yeah. Fourth of July week. I went to visit Christy. Why is that still on that? Because out I, there? I want it to be as a reminder. I'm like, I'm going to travel more. I, I, got the, I got bit by the travel bug. Chris, Christy taught me a lot about like going out and stuff like that, and so being more outgoing. <laughs> I don't have a desire to do that. I do once in a while. I do like when my friends like want to do something. I'm like hell yeah, yeah, and then oh, because this with summer my friends, in July yeah. I'll be doing I'll be going to a concert with some friends. We're gonna see Nickel back up in Washington, so I'm excited. And so <laughs> more things to do. So yeah, it was fun. I want to go. There are times like I'm like I want to go back so much. It's like I want to go back and visit Christy again and do, you know, be have it more planned because usually I didn't do anything. I just got excited just to go to Tennessee and it was a lot of fun. I'm like, well, you know, I have all this extra money. I you know it's burning in my pocket, you know, but it was so nice just to travel, be on the plane again because it's been twenty years since I've been nineteen, twenty years since I've been on the plane. Because last time I was on a plane was August of 2003. And that was like going down to Mexico. And then now it's like, okay, I'm going cross country to the south, to Tennessee to visit Christy. And that was was so much fun. So the great food was awesome. Beer was great too because the cool thing about there was actually like a liquor store that had like local breweries, like the local beer. And so you can actually make a customized six pack out of it. And so Christy and I were like having time of lies because i was choosing I'm like no i made a deal with myself i'm like okay or at least i told myself okay nothing well known like corona or modelo or any kind of like pretty much popular beer try the local stuff try like some stuff that's around town it was so much fun when you're underage <laughs> i mean it's a great for me it's like we no christy and i were actually at her, uh, her friend's house swimming in the pool we actually raided like which is our favorite to our least favorite. And it was like, it was pretty fun. Of course, I forgot because it was, I was just like drinking the beer. Like the beer that I got was, it was decent. They were decent. There's one I didn't really, wasn't really excited about, but I was like, they were pretty good stuff. I was there for a week and I didn't try the barbecue. I oh. heard, yeah. We were going to go at this famous spot, but the hour, the wait was like an hour to be seated. And? And it was hustle and bustle. We were like, bro, I would travel for food alone. That's kind of I literally want to go to Asia and just try all the foods, all the foods. Well, that's what I did too. It was like I tried, I tried cat, I, I did catfish. It was pretty good. It was, it was cat fried, deep fried catfish, and then had their buffalo wings down there. It was a lot of fun. Sorry. That's my thing. I want to get away from the. American food? No. I'm sick of it. Really? There's like no flavor difference, to be honest. It's all copy and paste. You know, that's a thing. Pretty much. Copy and paste in different formats. I get that. Different fonts. Honestly, because I ate buffalo wings yesterday and just having those, it's like kind of like no different from buffalo wild wings. It's just like, you know, 
I guess in a way the same style. So. But then I don't know. I watch videos and it's like the Indian food and like Vietnamese food and Japanese and Korean. It's like they're always like it's so flavorful oh my god this is so good and no, i'm like i want to try that what are you eating no that's why that's why i admire that's what one of the things i did is because anthony bourdain you know he, unfortunately he passed away but his show like uh anthony bourdain no reservations and then there's another one he went on to cnn where pretty much he traveled around the world did just ate food. That's all he did. Just interacted with people. Interacted with local food. And what I loved about his show was it wasn't scripted. He just got off the plane, just did whatever he wanted, talked to people, met new people, all that kinds of stuff. And they just talked about food, about life. It was just so much fun. Instead of like the usual travel channel, it was like, here we are in this magnificent restaurant. It's been here since the 1500s, all that kind of stuff. It was scripted. It was like they, they had to say specific stuff in order to make it look good him he just did whatever he wanted like he was in argentina he's smoking weed he's like oh because in argentina it's legal to smoke weed or it's legal there for the most part as far as i know and so pretty much they're like can you do that on camera i was like yeah we can everything's good you know since it's especially here in the united states so pretty much that's what he did he just smoked he just smoked weed just took a buff and he's like do what he wants yeah yeah you can't do that in the other other shows you know you can't see the host just start smoking weed or taking or drinking a whole bunch of beer or that's what he did there were times he like he would party too there's like some like episodes he'd be partying (laughs) the night before and he wakes up with a huge hangover he's like oh i did not feel i did not feel strong right now because i think that's what he did in thailand too he was like him and his buddy they just partied and the next day they were just like they were like in death they were feeling so much death (laughs) it was great so. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we're almost at two hours. You. Mm. Well, it's great having you. Great, you know. Okay. okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, Ellie, it's great having you on the sh- on the podcast. Happy that you get to step out a little bit <laughs> and everything. So, well, all right then. We'll cut it off from there. So. Hopefully have you back on again, especially in the spring and the summer, just to like hang out again. So maybe have your sister come up on this. Get bubble tea. What? Get bubble. Get bubble tea next time. That'd be great. We got Dutch Bros now. We can get bubble tea and come back and start talking some more. So great. Yeah. All right, everybody. It's great. Great being on. Catch you later. Nos vemos. <laughs>